so before I tell you the thing, <laughs> yeah, you always catch, you always catch me off guard with that face. Because I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at audacity, and then I look back. You got that fucking face on. Uh huh. Every okay. time. Every fucking time you get me. So, as I was writing down the story in my yeah. like, podcast podcast stories, like stories to tell in the podcast, like the first ten minutes that we do, right? I yeah, absolutely. I have a little note. Uh, in my notes on my iPhone, right? So I, I have a little note thing that I like anything that fucking weird happens, we write it down. And there was something I forgot to tell you. Oh, remember when you did Waverly Hills? Yes. And then we the the crawly people. Yes. I had fucking nightmares that night. <laughs> of course you did about the crawly people. They were on the ceiling. Yeah, they were. They were on the ceiling. I, I remember. I remember a little bit. It was like it was like I was walking up to like this abandoned. It almost looked like a garage where it was like three walls and the front was open and there was yeah. like pipes and like grass growing up and there was just shit everywhere and there was something crawling up the back wall across the ceiling and I was like, well, it can't get to me. There's so much shit away and it jumped over all oh. of the junk. Oh, get it, buddy! Me. And then I woke up because I said, of fuck, course, fuck no. <laughs> Of course he was athletic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's hmm, gross. No, I th- thank you. Yeah. I was so pissed at you, but then I completely forgot because I was like, that yeah. is So going. not that pissed. Eh, it went into the vault. It went into the vault. Uh, I was like straight to the vault. The trauma no. vault. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> gross. Okay. So the actual story that I wanted yeah. to tell you is that um, I am officially moved out. So Yay! I f- I f- Officially done. Officially done. Uh, I went back today. Actually, I didn't mean to. I went back on Wednesday to do three things: to get the get the picture frame hooks out of the wall, to get the tacky bits from like the cable hooks that were tacked onto the ground to hold my Ethernet yeah. cable down. Right. Yeah. So I went back to go get that tacky stuff up, and then I went to go get my mail. Yeah. I did all that except for get my mail. Oh no. And I literally got all the way back to my condo, twenty minutes away, and I was like. Fuck. So I did that today. I got my mail. I'm done. I'm done. Yay. Absolutely. I did did forward my mail, but there was like a little area where it wasn't getting forward. So I went back to go get it. So we're good. So uh, Saturday, I uh, go down to the apartment to go get to to get a load of shit, to get a massive load of shit. No, this was Sunday. This was Sunday. I was finishing it up. I was like, I'm going to fucking do it. Do two loads on Sunday and be done with this shit. So I go and I'm like, I want a treat. I want a treat because I have to clean. I know I have to do two loads of shit. Like I'm going to go get my favorite Starbucks coffee, which is a vanilla cream cold brew. Vanilla vanilla sweet cream cold brew for anybody wondering. So, Oh, I do love cold brew. Oh, oh. yeah. Fuck yes. Even on a cold day, I'll still do it. So huh, yeah. I got a haircut, and so um, it went from being shoulder length back to like where it originally was when I first got my haircut. Because I'm mm-hmm. not grow- I'm not growing my hair out. Fuck that. So I had the top half of my hair pulled back because that's as much as my hair could be pulled back. And then I was wearing this baggy like athletic shirt on, and then I was wearing my um, blue jeans. I was wearing my skinny skinny jean blue jeans. Okay, so I go into Starbucks to pick up my pre ordered. Cold brew. Okay. So I ordered online. Okay. I, I, I yeah, ordered it online. I just walk in and I grab it. Right. So I walk up to the table. I see mine. I grab it and I go. So if you don't know, if you've never been to Starbucks, I don't know, even if you order online, they always call it your name. Right. Right. Like, for whatever like, reason. Right. Right. So they call it your name. I mean, because if there's 10 people standing around, 
Yeah, but what if all 10 of them are named Katie? I've actually seen that issue. Not with me, but I've seen two people be like, oh, we're both named this. Like, what the? F-? So anyways, so I walked in. It's sitting there and I grab it. And I'm walking out. So I, as I'm walking to my car, I hear I was wondering who Katie was. Ew. Right. I immediately immediate ew. No. And I was just like, no, I'm not acknowledging this. I know like I heard I heard it. I know it's to me. If you're going to no, well, okay. So I said no. Like I'm not acknowledging this. And so more pointedly and even louder, I heard I was wondering who Katie was. Keep on wondering. <sighs> <laughs> and I'm like, God fucking damn it. What the So I, I the doors open of my car and I'm like halfway in that bitch and I turn around and I see this man and he's in a suit okay whatever and and like a not like a nice three-piece suit but a very baggy suit oh like an ill-fitting walmart suit correct okay totally different vibe got you right this man could either work in a really shitty office or he could work for the fbi both of them pay shit yep gotcha so i i don't recognize him don't know who he is and obviously if he's like i'm wondering who i don't know if he like if it was somebody fucking with me but i was like I, I've gotten to the point in my life, I'm almost fucking 30. Like, I don't, you can't have anxiety over something you don't give a shit about. So interactions no. with <laughs> interactions with strangers, I no longer give a shit about because I don't have the bandwidth to give anxiety to that anymore. <laughs> so I don't know what to say. So I just respond, yes. I What the fuck do you say to that? I'm not interested in this and I don't know what to say. I mean, you could either say yes, or you could say keep wondering, bitch, or you could possibly go with the third and meanest option of, well, you know, I'm sure that probably is also your mother's name, the way you're hitting on me and get in your car and drive away. What the fuck, Zoe? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) That's fucked up. I know. That's the the meanest option. Like, you have the nice one, the mid-range, and the really mean one. And just like zero to a million, (laughs) Zoe. Jesus Christ. Right. That man's going to wonder about that the rest of his life. Traumatize him. He's never, ever going (laughs) to yell at somebody again. That's right. I keep forgetting. You got to traumatize men back. I need to practice some. Okay. Okay. He traumatized me, though, because you know what he asked? You want to know what he asked me? No. What did he he ask you? He just asked me, are you a teacher? Why, do you want to shoot up the school I work at? <laughs> what kind of fucking question is that, man? Of course, of course, like, having, well, I don't want, okay, I don't want to, like, shit on teachers, because that's not the point of this, but it's like, I'm not a teacher, I'm an electrical engineer, what the fuck? So, I just, I, I was just like, uh, what? I, I was just, I, I short-circuited for about half a second, yeah. and then I said, no. And then I got in my car and left. What? <laughs> Baggy t-shirt and jeans. And this man decides, oh, you must be a teacher. That doesn't even make any kind of sense. I he wa- he like- wanted he wanted so desperately to engage in conversation. Um because I have a fat ass and he wanted to talk. What the fuck? That that's just that's just that is literally my fucking experience in, in this existence is men are like, she's got an ass. I want to talk to her. No. That's the worst thing ever. I when I tell you, when I tell you, this is just my experience in life. Jesus Christ! Because I was actually really, I went from wearing my size ten jeans that no longer fit me to like my size six that I was wearing that day. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm back in my smaller jeans again." Because I lost eleven pounds. I also lost five pounds during the move. Ha 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 ha! 
Whoops. It's the stress. It's it's the lack of eating for me. So I was ah. like, I was like, hell yeah, back of my even skinnier jeans and blah, blah, blah. And then like I texted Savannah. I was like, this is what I fucking get. This is what I get. <laughs> this is the worst. I can't even be excited about my jeans. Anymore. Yeah. So, okay. Ripperino. I, but I moved out and I officially finished at like nine o'clock. Uh, no, 10 p.m. on Sunday. I got everything out and I was done. Yay. So I'm just putting everything away now and setting my shit all back up. I'm so proud of you. Look at you go. Thanks. Well, uh, I had something crazy happen this week. Um, Tell me. So for those of you that do not live in the hellhole that is Tennessee, you won't <laughs> know, but Tennessee had like some of the worst winds that we have ever had, like b- besides tornadoes, which like the worst part was the day of the anniversary of 19 people in Cookville losing their lives to tornadoes was the day that I lost power because we had 90 mile an hour winds in Clarksville. There, there was a tornado. There was a fucking tornado somewhere in that. You cannot tell me that there was 90 mile an hour winds with no fucking tornado. Dude, it was it was terrible. So the apartment complex where I live, I like everything was cool. I was like, ah, it's going to be raining later. No big deal. It's going to be fine. So my husband and I went and got our groceries and we were just having a good time because we were going to go before it stormed to make sure everything was cool. We're fucking stupid. Didn't even think about, oh, there's going to be a storm. So, you know, we went and got groceries, stock our fucking kitchen full. You know, everything's cool. All my cold shit's in my fridge. Did, We're home not five minutes. Yes. Did you did you get bread, milk, and eggs? The most no. perishable things for the storm? No, because there wasn't snow. <laughs> it was just a rainstorm. <laughs> the oh most perishable things you can fucking get before a storm. Always. Always. But I mean, it's okay in a snowstorm. Because you can just stick it outside in the snow and it keeps it cold. Right? Literally. Makes sense. L- fucking literally. Just, I, yeah. oh my God. Real quick. I'm so sorry. No, great. <laughs> my friend Hunter did the same thing. He d- and he got groceries and he was like, I lost power to the snowstorm. I was like, put it outside. Put the cold stuff outside. It'll be fine. Yeah. And he was like, oh, so he put it all in a cooler and just put it outside. <laughs> yeah, literally. Or just like pack your refrigerator full of snow. It's fine. <laughs> crazy so anyway oh god so you know everything's cool we got like all the stuff we're home not 15 minutes my dumb ass is like oh the storm has passed because it started raining while we were out and i was like oh fuck like it's not raining now we're good it was like one in the afternoon so i go to start a load of laundry and you know it's got my work clothes in and everything's chill right and just fucking wash my clothes and then all of a sudden we hear the loudest (laughs) crack that I have ever heard in my life from right outside of my window. So like I come, I turn because I'm in the living room. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look outside just in time to see a whole ass tree just tip right over. And then all the power cuts. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, you watched it happen. Yeah. And then I heard the pop of the transformer. And then I walked over and I looked and I was like, yep, that's a fucking tree right on that line that goes right to my house. Shit. So we call the electric company and let them know. And they're like, their fucking phones are ringing off the hook. Like right after I get off the phone, we get the like text notification that they're like, oh, power is confirmed out at your house. I'm like, yeah, crazy, weird. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) Weird, strange, huh? And like the worst part is the way that the tree fell. It hit. So like there's a neighbor, um, not in apartments, but in a house immediately to that side. So the tree had fallen. Thankfully, it missed their cars. It hit their little shed and took the power line, sorted down. 
Then, about 30 minutes later, we're chilling, I'm looking, the wind is blowing like crazy, and I see another tree that's right adjacent to it. The whole fucking base just lifts a little bit. And I went, oh no, that bitch is gonna go. Fuck. (laughs) And this tree is tall enough, it's gonna crush this house and the people inside. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? I don't know how to handle this. Oh no. And about the time, I'm like, maybe I should go over to their house and let them know to get the fuck out. Yes. The tree goes. Ah. Oh. Luckily, the power lines that still had tension kept it from crushing their house. Yeah, but did they know that, hey, yeah, by the way. Wa- the- Dude, they walked outside and they went, well, that's fucking lucky. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> I came outside and was like, are you guys cool? And they're like, yeah, man, we're good. We just don't have any power. I was like, weird. Me either. It's like we're on the same line. Mm. Jesus. So it was like that that day happened and we kept just seeing reports. So I ended up Googling like how many people with my electric service are out of electricity. And it was like 25, 30,000 people. Jeez. It was a lot of people. Like as of today, we're recording this on Thursday. Haha, <laughs> behind the scenes. Get get a whole question. The storm happened last Friday. People are just now getting power back today. So that's cool. That was super fun. There are, on the property that I live on, 11 trees went down. We lost, like, between all of the apartment buildings, something like 30,000 shingles. So a lot of the roofs had to be reshingled. So it was just a, it was a fun time. Nobody died, though, so that's cool. Hey. That's good. I'm down know, for that. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fucking miracle. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Because usually people was... go outside and they are looking at, sh- they're looking yes. back. And they die. Well, uh, the, the amount of people who don't live on this side of the property that were driving over to, like, look. I was like, guys, what the fuck? Go what away. The, what the Leave fuck? Leave me alone. Go. Be gone. My goodness. There was actually, I saw a news report of a police officer, a highway Tennessee Highway Patrol, I think, fella, that, like, was down in Chattanooga. That, like, he was at a traffic stop and a tree fell on his car because of the wind. And he was trapped in his car. He's fine, but, like, Jesus, lucky. man. Lucky. Very lucky. Damn. What the fuck yeah crazy so yeah that was my week okay well we had had two completely different weeks huh (laughs) wild 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 but you want to know what isn't different amongst our weeks sure spooky stories whoa I don't know what the fuck my cat's problem is, but he is like meowing at me, biting at me. He just <sighs> wants love. Nonstop. He the older Always. he is, the older he is getting, the worse it is getting, I've noticed. He's getting settled into your affection. He know you're not gonna go anywhere. So now he's like, hey, pay attention to me, bitch, all the time. There's there's shit for you to go. There, you have two gigantic. When I moved, when I moved, the mm-hmm. guys told me that the giant fucking seven foot cat tree that I bought weighed more than my real wood dresser. LOL. This fucking uh. cat won't get in it. Well, of course not. His old one was what he preferred. He barely gets in that fucker either. <laughs> he doesn't like cat trees. I need to get him some like tubes or something for him to run into or something. Oh my god, he'd have so much fun. His if little he, floofy ass just busting out of one of those. Oh my gosh. If he wasn't t- terrified of it, you know, we have to find that out first if he's fucking scared of it anyways. That's true. 
What up, baby? I don't know what his problem. He he likes to play on the stairs is what it is, and he wants me to play with him on the stairs. He loves stairs. Oh, my God. That's so cute. I He vomited on the stairs. So. <laughs> That's not, that's not oh, cute. Little bitch. <laughs> we did good. He didn't vomit the whole time. Then he just vomited the other day, and I was like, "All right, we're we're all right." So, <laughs> what do you want? Heads or tails? Uh, booty ass. What else yeah, is new? What else is new? Absolutely nothing. Okay. So if you hear me like shuffling around, it's because I'm trying to get my damn cat who's screaming at me. I hope his screams come through on the recording. I don't know. I, I don't really- think they will, but I'm I'm hoping. Somebody's just going to go, someone's yelling at you through the ether. And it's like, nah, man, it's just a cat. No, it's it's two. I got to go back and like fix all that. (laughs) Because I was like, I just cranked the gate up. and Yeah, I heard you say one word. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah. So uh, heads, booty ass, tails, booty ass, tails, booty ass. Yes. Tails, Tails, booty ass. (laughs) Oh, Tails, you go first. Look at that. Nice. Look at me go. But before we start, let me pick my cat up. Okay. No. I hope I can hear him scream. Come here. Come here. Because <laughs> I'm tired of you biting me. It hurts. Come here. Okay. Fuck you. God damn it. <laughs> I hate you. All right. But before we start, if you want to support my the podcast and maybe getting a babysitter for the fucking cat, please be sure to- Oh, a little cat sitter. <laughs> he bit the last cat sitter. <laughs> I, gotta, I had to get a new cat sitter because my favorite one moved. But funny, funnily enough, she moved up here. So I get my old cat sitter back, which is really fucking funny. Um, he never bit my old cat sitter, but he bit the one that I had to get temporarily. Well, obviously the temp was a bitch. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a fan. Um, anyways. <laughs> Neither was he. Right. Come here. I got you, fucker. All right. So. Big, if you, big. If you want to support us and this little foofy cat uh, who just needs so much attention, please be sure to head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. We have a medium tier and a seven, a medium tier and investigator tier. Uh, the investigator tier, you get everything as, fuck, the medium tier, <laughs> you get everything as the investigator tier, but you get, what do you get? You get access to our notes. You get bonus episodes. And that's both of the tiers. What's the, what's the. Oh, you got a sticker. Yeah, you got a sticker. You a little st- stickerino. Sticker in the mail. There's one more. There's oh, another. There's something sticker. else. Sticker. Oh, look at that. Yeah, That's there cute. is. I don't know what, but there's something else. There's something else. We need to. We need to revamp that. We'll. We will. We're gonna come back and readdress all of it. Um, probably. I, I have it on my list of like either this weekend or Kay. next weekend. I'm gonna readdress all of this and. We got some listerinos. Yeah, do we got some things. We gotta do some HR. We gotta do some. Not HR. We gotta do some admin. We gotta do some admin stuff for the there podcast. You go. Yeah. Look at him. Look cool. at him. I've That cat's so fucking cute. God, I love him so much. I no. Ah No. I just want to cuddle him. Uh, he He'd hate him. it, but I would have so much fun. He this is the most he has wanted to be cuddled in the entire fucking nine years I've had him. <laughs> what a baby. Okay. Oh, I love him. Your turn. Okay. So the last time we had one of these little powwow conversation um um times together. You you mean one of the past episodes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. One of the last times we had one of these conversations for all of these people to listen to. <laughs> I mentioned <laughs> little bastard and you went, what? So I figured it would be pretty fun to cover the little bastard car. Right. Tell you all about it. Tell me. So you're ready for just a bunch of sad times. What? Because that's all this shit is. It's just sad times. No. Well, too bad. You asked for this. 
All right. So I did. I did actually. I did. I did text you. I was like, "Hey, can you do the thing that's called bastard yeah. something?" Yeah, that, that little that thing that situation. Okay. So to talk about the little bastard, we have to first talk about James Dean. So James Byron Dean was born February eighth, nineteen thirty one, in Marion, Indiana. His parents were Mildred and Winton Dean. His father was a farmer that, weirdly enough, went in to be a dental tech. Bruh. I don't know how those relate. What the fuck? That doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but that's fine. It doesn't need to. So when James was nine years old, his mother actually, like, she started getting really sick and lost a whole bunch of weight all at once and ended up passing away from uterine cancer. Oh, fuck. So yeah, starts off bad from the beginning. Weird. So for whatever reason, when this kid was nine and his mother died, so it's 1940, his dad is like, oh, I can't raise a kid by myself. So he sends him to live with his aunt and uncle Ah. in a different part of Indiana, which Ah. is really fucking sad to me. But so that family ended up moving, or well, so his, his father had moved to California. So he was going to school in California. Then his mom died. So he sent... James to go live with his aunt and uncle in Indiana. So he was living in Indiana, moved to California, then moved back to Indiana. Okay. Whole big mess. Great. So after he graduated grade school, as is normal in the 40s, he moves to New York to pursue his dream of acting. So he did... Yeah, no, Aww, I, love, I love that for him, though. Yeah. No, I mean, he did, he did pretty well, too, all things considered, because he ended up in Hollywood. When everything was said and done, because, I mean, James James Dean's a pretty famous actor. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> That's because you weren't alive in the 50s when he was doing movies. Yeah, but, like, is there, like, any popular movies? I mean, a couple. I haven't seen them. I've heard of them, but I haven't seen them. But, like, what? Are, like, what's his most famous movie? We'll get there. Okay. We'll get okay. there. As long you as we we'll You just hold on to your socks. I can't, because I'm only wearing one. <laughs> Fun fact, I'm only wearing one sock right now. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm we'll a psycho. <laughs> who hurt you? Why are you, you know, only wearing you, one sock, you fucking you know, weirdo? You know damn well who hurt me. What? Why are you only wearing one fucking sock? Because I, like, I, on autopilot, started to take my socks off, but I was and like, no. And then just no. lost your train of thought halfway through? No, I found my train of thought halfway through, and I was like, don't take your socks off. Your feces get cold. But <laughs> so you but, just didn't reverse the action? You just left one sock on, one sock off? Yes, because they're like, they're thigh, they're not thigh high, they're calf high socks. So I was like, I don't want to take the effort to put this whole ass sock back on. So I just put my slippers on. Oh, okay. All right. That's different. I I'm thought wearing- your feces, like you just had one bare naked ass foot. And like the other one with a sock, I was like, "You're crazy! What's wrong?" No, with I'm you? not walking around like that. I'm, I just put no because if I had to walk around like that, I would have put it back on. But I've I've house slippers now because yeah, I have okay, all right, vinyl vinyl flooring. That's less weird. I was really concerned for your mental well being. It's fair. I, oh 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 yeah yeah. Do you wear socks when you go to bed? No, not unless I lotion my feet ahead of time. Oh yeah, but I typically do that like after a shower when I get dressed. So so no. Do you? I, I do. That's okay. When my like, I just get too hot when I sleep if I do. So like during the winter time, I put socks on when I sleep. Um, That's fair. And the most optimal sleeping for me is with one sock on. I will kick one sock off in my sleep, and I'll just wake up with one sock on, and I'm like, it's weird. I, apparently, I am weird for wearing socks to bed. But no, yeah, I mean Gary wears socks to sleep sometimes. Depending, just depends on how he's feeling. 
whatever. Yeah. You know, let me live my life. Okay, people? Yeah. I mean, do what you want to do. I'm still going to make fun of you for wearing one sock, you weirdo. <laughs> wait, wait. You want to see now? You want to see? Yes, I do. Show me your singular sock. There's my there's sock? Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's, and there's You're like- so weird. <laughs> That's so strange. I don't have any socks on, but I have a hoodie on, which doesn't make sense. No, it still makes sense. That makes sense. You have carpet. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Hmm. Okay, go ahead. Weird. Anyway. <laughs> I don't so James get- Dean. I don't <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, go ahead. Oh, my gosh. So he, in New York, one of his first acting jobs was in The Immortalist. He was one of the main characters. So he got, like, super noticed and then brought to Hollywood, which is good. That's the ideal, right? right. That's the dream. So like most actors, he didn't have like main roles to start. It was just like supporting characters or like walk-ons, you know? So he was a sailor in uh, Sailor Beware in 1952. He was a GI in Fixed Bayonets in 1951. And a young man in Has Anyone Seen My Gal in 1952. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Just some dude. Okay. But he did star in three movies. The first one was East of Eden. In 1955, he starred as Cal Trask, this, like, bad brother who had, like, like nothing he did would get his dad to love him, which was really fucking sad. That's sad. Jesus it's Christ. It's really dark. And then in Rebel Without a Cause in 1955, also, he was Jim Stark, a brooding teenager, which makes sense because he was, like, what, 23? I think 23 at that point. Okay. And then... In Giant, which was his last movie, in 1956, as Jet Rink, who struck rich upon discovering oil. He was just like, he didn't want to get pigeonholed as like the dark brooding teenage character. So he did this Jet Rink character who was just a stable hand and then bought his own little like parcel of land and found oil and then made a fuck ton of money. Go for it. Right, exactly. Get it. So fun fact about James Dean. He loved racing cars. He loved cars. He was super into uh, moto sports, which is just such a funny phrase to me for whatever reason. Moto, moto sports? Moto sports. Like, M- mo- or, or, excuse me, motor sports. I'm an idiot. Moto okay, because I was like, fuck? M-O-T-O, moto sport? What the fuck? No, I just left the R out. <laughs> Ripperino. Okay. So... He wanted to expand his career into motorsports after the filming of East of Eden concluded. So he actually purchased a Triumph Tiger T110, which is a motorcycle used for racing. It's a European motorcycle. Okay. And then a Porsche 356, which at the time was one of the faster Porsches. So get it, buddy. Having a good time. Yeah. So just after the filming began on Rebel Without a Cause, he actually completed his first professional racing event at the Palm Spring Road Races in March of 1955. So that's cool. He got to, like, do some racing. So he that's, had a good time, right? Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, who, who, who doesn't like racing? Right. Shit's cool. <laughs> so, so Dean won first place in the novice class in that race and second overall. So, like, he pretty pretty good at the car thing. Pretty he good went, at it. He was he was the second zoomiest boy. Yeah. Yeah. Out of all of the zoomy boys. <laughs> <laughs> then he raced again in Bakersfield a month later, where he won first in his class again and then third overall. So he did a little worse there. So Dean actually had hopes of completing competing 
in the Indianapolis 500, but his filming schedule made that impossible, just with how he was doing his acting thing, too. No. Oh, so sad. So then Dean also raced in Santa, in the Santa, mm, Dean raced in Santa Barbara, California on Memorial Day, May 30th, 1955, but he was unable to finish the competition because he actually blew a piston. Fuck. So that's real sad. It's real icky. So when he started the filming of Giant, he had to sign with Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers was like, boy, you like racing a little too much. No. So they told him, as long as you're filming Giant, you are not allowed to compete in any races. There is too high a risk of something happening to you and we don't want to have to refilm this whole fucking movie because you die. So don't do it. That's he, fair. Yeah, era. I guess. Yeah. So, so he was like, all right, fair enough. That's cool. But as soon as that movie went into post-production, he was like, get fucked. I'm going to go racing. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, um, he put in to go for another race because, of course. And then a little after that, he traded in his Porsche Speedster 356 for a faster car, the Porsche 550 Spider. And entered into the upcoming Salinas Road Race event scheduled for October 1st and 2nd of 1955. And in my notes, I have a picture of James Dean with his Porsche, numbered 130. This particular Porsche is super fancy. Yes. Is there a reason why it's numbered 130? Yes. So only 90 of those particular car were ever made. And they had to have the first tester models. But this one was tagged 130. I have no idea why it was tagged 130. But only 90 of those were ever made. If 90 of... Okay, my brain. I know. I think the tester models included in the numbering. So, like, they had the... Just, like, their prototypes. So, like, prototype one through whatever. The actual VIN number on this car was only 0055. So, like, I think it was the 55th of the 90. But I can't... I I don't know. I'd have to talk to somebody who, like, knows a little more about cars than me. Uh, Hurts my head. Okay, fine. Fine. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Because uh, I wondered the same thing. It didn't really make sense to me, but. Okay. What do oh. I know? Not a what lot. You, you know a lot. Take it back, whore. Never. So, also, fun fact I don't know, like, how many of you are aware, but the, the way they spell spider is S P Y D E R, and that cracks me up. What was it called? It just makes me laugh. What was called spider? The Porsche 550. Porsche 550. Spider was its, like, keyword. The, no, wait a minute. No, you wait, 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 wait. Spider is a car specifically designed for speeder. Okay, I got you. Yes. Uh, okay, okay, go ahead. It's yep. a fast boy. Yep. Pick it up, put your it down. Cool. Okay. So to this race, accompanying Dean on his way to the track on September 30th for the race the next couple of days was stunt coordinator Bill Hickman, photographer Stanford Roth, and Rolf Wooderich, who was a German mechanic uh, for the Porsche factory who maintained Dean Spider, who Dean affectionately called Little Bastard. The car. So, so, uh, yes, the 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 car. car? The car was called Little Bastard, yes. Okay. Yep. Affectionately. Yes. Okay. Little Bastard's fast, whatever, you know. It's a fast little bastard. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why I called that. It's just what it did. Okay. So, Rolf, the German Porsche mechanic, was like, hey, man, you should drive this car to get to used to it, right? Like from Los Angeles to Salinas, just to break it in. I'll ride with you. We have any problems, I'll fix it. No big deal. So that day, September 30th, around 3.30 p.m., 
Dean and his car that was following him because the spider is a two-door coupe. It's a very small little vehicle, very fast car, super low to the ground, like specifically designed for racing. And in every race that the tester cars were put into, they came within the top five. Every Damn. race. Very fast car for the time, especially. Absolutely. That uh, vroom, vroom, bitch, like, damn. Going. So, 3.30, they were, like, two, two, I swear I was going, two-door coupe, two-seater. It just had Dean and Rolf in it. So, all the other people were in a second car following. Okay. So, at 3.30, Dean and the second car get tickets for speeding. <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> oh, they were driving westbound on U.S. Route 466, which is now called SR-46, at approximately 545, a 1950 Ford Tudor driven by a university student was traveling east in the opposite direction. The student, Donald Turnipseed, cra- crazy fucking name. No way. No <sighs> really way. Really his name. I swear to God. Google it. It's his real name. Fucking with me. Okay. It's for real. Mr. Turnipseed. So Mr. Turnipseed didn't see the car traveling at approximately 85 miles an hour, made a left turn in front of the vehicle. <gasps> Onto Highway 41. Right before Turnipseed made the turn, Rolf encouraged Dean to slow down. As the Ford turned, Dean said, that guy's gotta stop. He's gotta see us. He didn't see him. He made the turn, and they impacted at 85 miles an hour. The Tudor slid 40 feet backwards down the road. Whoa! The car... The little bastard was made of aluminum because it's a racing car, and the Tudor was made of steel. Rolf was thrown from the vehicle and lived. Remember, this is a time in the this is the fifties. Nobody wears a seatbelt. Right. What the fuck's a seatbelt? So Rolf is thrown from the vehicle. This car also has no top. It's just a fucking speedy little car, right? Yep. So he's thrown from the vehicle. Um, the other driver, Mister Turnipseed, has some minor cuts and scrapes. Nothing real big because you're in a fucking big steel car. Nothing's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. James Dean was killed on impact. His neck was broken. He was only 24 years old. Damn. So Little Bastard was crushed similarly to a Coke can. Um, you can actually see the way the frame where it's supposed to sit straight it kind of bows upward at both ends because the speed in which it impacted. Um, it bent the whole frame. The spider... Just it, it, it couldn't compete with a steel Ford, right? Right. So Little Bastard was at that point considered a total loss and was sold to a scrapyard. That's not the end of the story, because why would it be? Absolutely (laughs) not. Absolutely not. So to really understand, we have to go back before James bought the car. Or right after he bought the car, really. So the week before the crash, like the car is still pretty new, like he had just purchased it, right? He ended up meeting a British actor named Alec Guinness in Los Angeles. And Guinness had, like, this really bad feeling about the car just walking up to it. He was like, mm, something's fucking weird. I don't know about it. Later, he wrote in a diary that he kept about the incident. And he said, quote, The sports car looked sinister to me. Exhausted. Hungry. Feeling a little ill-tempered in spite of Dean's kindness. I heard myself saying in a voice I could hardly recognize as my own, Please never get in it. If you get in that car, you'll be found dead in it this time, by this time next week. And weirdly enough, a week later, he was dead in the car. That, I got cold chills. Yup. Oh. So as we know, Dean laughed it off, drove the car, died a week later. 
So the car claimed its first victim. What? It got crumpled. What the fuck do you mean? Dr. Williams Eskerich brought the Porsche, bought the Porsche from a salvage yard. I'm getting all tongue-tied. Bought the Porsche from a salvage yard in Burbank and proceeded to break it up for parts. He installed the engine into his Lotus 4, excuse me, his Lotus 9 race car, then loaned the transmission and suspension to another doctor friend who also happened to race. His name was Troy McHenry. They were both competing in the same race in 1956 at uh, the Pomona Sports Car Races. Esserich crashed, but lived. His friend McHenry wasn't so lucky. Mm. The car locked up going into a turn, and he struck a tree, wrapped it around, wrapped the car around the tree, and died. Jesus. The car claims its second victim. Fuck. What? Because it's the parts of the car. Right. Are in the new car. So the second person died. So at this point, the car was sold again to the self-proclaimed king of customs, George Barris, who promised to rebuild the car. When, Once he actually... Yes. When, when you said claimed a second build victim, sorry, let me... Uh-huh. Let me, let me yeah. When I said, what? That means I know uh-huh. a third victim is coming. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're not, you're not wrong. Okay. All right. You go. Please carry on. Yeah. So we have two dead, one injured. Okay. Or two injured, really, because the other gentleman that was in the car. Oh, two, two injured, two Rolf. dead. Yeah. yeah. So the car was sold to George Barris, who promised to restore the vehicle. When he actually got a look at the car, though, he realized that the frame was too mangled to actually recover and, like, bend it. He would have to get, like, a whole new vehicle, basically. So he decided to just capitalize on the notoriety of the car that killed James Dean. Mm -hmm. So he loaned it to the Los Angeles chapter of the National Safety Council. And from 1957 to 1959, it went on tour to car shows, movie theaters, bowling alleys, literally anywhere where... People who would want to drive fast cars could see it and see what happens to you if you drive a fast car and you do something stupid. So in my notes, I have added a picture that quite literally is the car, the mangled car on display with a sign that says the Greater Los Angeles Safety Council presents James Dean's last sports car. Oh, and next to it. It has a sign that says this accident could have been avoided. And then, like, all the listing things for how James fucked up and died. Like, all of the conditions that were met and how he could have avoided death. So it's pretty fucked up, I think. That's pretty dark. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like, uh. That's pretty dark. Yeah. So then in March of 1959, while in storage in Fresno, California, the car somehow, which does not work, this car does not have a battery, it has nothing in it that would make this happen. The car caught on fire. What the fuck? Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? And I mean, that's four years after anybody has driven the car. How the fuck did that happen? It was just that car, too. Like, there were other cars in the Fresno storage facility. Thankfully, the fire didn't spread to any of the other ones. But, like, what? why? Why did it catch? There's no way. Right. So, that's a little weird. It's not even uh, on. It's not even on. Right. Yeah, and there's there's no battery to it. It's not like a spark could happen. There's no spark plugs in it. Like, there's no fucking engine. Like, what? What do you mean? Okay, yep. So, the car wasn't really even damaged from the fire, which is also a little weird. Like, spontaneous, some spontaneous fire and also not that much damage. Like, two of the tires were melted, and there was a little bit of damage on the paint, but that was it. That was all. It's fucking weird. Okay. Right. 
Gigi Papa. Welcome. So, around the same time, Barris, who once again, you know, he'd lent this car to these folks to like show it off. Barris had taken two of the better tires from the original like crash that weren't broken and sold them to a friend with a similar vehicle. At the same time, both of those tires popped and this guy careened off of the road. Did he die? No, he lived. Yeah, so he lived. That's good, right? So, two dead, three injured. This car's fucked. That, what? This is wild. <laughs> this is yeah. wild. It's, it's a little much. At a different time, while this car was on display at a safety event in Sacramento, somehow the car came loose from its display, fell on a bystander, and broke his hip. I don't know how. What the fuck? What yeah. the fuck is happening? Just throw it. I don't it. have an explanation. I was going to say throw it into the ocean, but don't actually. Like, just <laughs> get, get rid Ooh. of it. Get rid of it. Oh, on the way to another safety event at a separate time, there was a truck driver that, you know, he's driving a big rig and the car's like on a flatbed strapped down, right? So he's driving, loses control of the rig, flips it. Somehow, little bastard comes undone. Flips over and crushes the cab of the truck, killing the driver. That is... What? <laughs> How does that happen? That is Final Destination bullshit. You, like, Literally. If you if you told me this was a movie, I would be like, yeah, absolutely. Right. But this is... No, go fuck yourself without yeah. real life. What this the flips? Life. Flips over and crushes the... Ca- killing the driver. Why? What did he do to disrespect the car? Like, I don't know what happened. What tally are we at? What's the tally now? So the tally is... Four injured. Four injured. Three dead. Three dead. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So finally, the car was being transported from Miami to Los Angeles in a sealed box car on a train. When that train arrived, this was in 1960, when that train arrived in L.A., the boxcar was still intact and locked. They open it up. The car's gone. The car's gone. What the fuck? What the to this fuck? day, the car is gone. Nobody knows where the car is. How the fuck? To this day. How the fuck do you steal a car? How do you lose a car? How do you steal a car? How do you steal a car that doesn't work on a train? How t- I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Throughout the years, there have been a lot of rumors of either Barris having just said, oh, no, the car's gone, but he actually did something with it. That's one theory, just to try and keep the story alive. But I don't I don't know why. Like, he's not making money off of it. Like, Barris has passed now, but he wasn't making money off of it when nobody was like, oh, let me see the car. So I don't know about that. Other people are like, oh, no, I found the car and, like, took polygraph tests. But, like, after the polygraph test, nothing else came about it. Like, nobody else said anything. Like, oh, no, I really do have the car. Ha ha. Pro- produce the nobody car. Nobody knows where You're- the car is. Right. <laughs> nobody knows where it is. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, what the so it fuck? Just, it disappeared. It's a car. It is a car. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. So there you go. That's that's little bastard. A couple people died. A bunch of people got hurt. You know, the huge. Cursed. Uh-huh. Kurt, that's yeah. fuck fucking wild, bro. That's fucking wild. The big crazy. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. What a story. For sure. That's cursed. That's cursed bullshit right there. I would still love to see the car one day. Or see like a recreation of it even. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty neat. 
Those cars are really cute. They're one of like the highest selling um, classic models of Porsche. Yeah, they're cute. Yeah, I like them a lot. I like the way they look. They're itty bitty. Yeah, they come with little like optional soft tops um, that you can put on, but there's no hard top option. Only a soft top. Because they're racing cars. Soft drop top, stove top, raindrop. Crop top. So there was a song that was played. And there was a friend of mine who, like, sung the song. I think it was, like, a Kendrick Lamar song, and it would talk about, like... No, it was a Kendrick Lamar song that talked about a drop top. And then there was another... Did I... I, We had this conversation where Hamburger Helper put out a mix track on April 1st, and it was absolutely fire. What the fuck are you serious? What do you mean? Okay, so then... Okay, so Hamburger Helper put out the song, and then it it talked about stove top. So, like, I was like, raindrop drop top i used to talk to a stove top and i would do that to piss my friend off and um it's funny anyways so april 1st of 2016 2017 i can't remember hamburger helper released a rap thing and it is really fucking good like it, it's not a joke like they released it on on april 1st and we're like this is a joke right this is a joke right and like my friend put it on for me and we listened to the whole album and it is so fucking good it is so good. It exists. Yes, I'm not joking. They 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 made no mention of it. There was absolutely no talk about it. It was just April 1st. It hit Twitter and blew the fuck up. And it was like, Hamburger Helper just released the most fucking fire album about making Hamburger Helper. And they got a whole bunch of different rappers to do it. And it was good. It's good. You should listen to it. <laughs> I, can't I, am. I can't believe I never told you about it. What the fuck? <laughs> Y'all want beef? I'm a servant. There you go. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this is the wildest experience of my life. I it's... feel like I am having the experience of taking a large amount of drugs <laughs> without having the bad or fun effects of the drugs. What the <laughs> fuck? Is this it's... what acid feels like? It's Hamburger good. helper singing to you? There's there's one that's my favorite. Um, I want tacos and enchiladas. Um, mixed mix track is what it's called. Watch the stove. Full mixtape. Um, Whoa. Who was the artist that was my absolute favorite? Um, Retro Spectro. Hamburger Helper by Retro Spectro. Listen to that one. That one is like literally my fucking favorite. And it's, it is. Oh, it's the second most listened to one. Okay. Whoa. Yep. Seven years ago. Yep. It's been on this stove so long it might burn my lip. <laughs> oh my it just got to stay around me just in case I trip. And I cook it up. I cook it up. And then I got to catch my grip. <laughs> <laughs> Always got a pair of boots around in case I slip. Yep. Always mm-hmm. got to flip if we ain't sticking to the script. <laughs> Okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta cover my story. <laughs> you can't. Dude, the, the lyrics are fucking fire. <laughs> I know what I'm doing later. Yep. Wow. Crazy. There you go. Okay. The, the more you know, we're gonna move on from this. <laughs> oh my god. I just blew your mind. <laughs> yeah, you did. What the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. Anyways, so this is the part of the episode where we give shout out to our news Patreon members and. We do have new Patreon members today. We have Jason. What's up, Jason? How you we doing, Jason. dog? Jason is our newest Patreon member, and he subscribed. Hello. Sup, nerd. <laughs> Welcome. 
thanks for being here and listening to whatever the fuck this is. So if you want to get a shout out on our, not on our Patreon, on our podcast. On our, this thing. You can sign up for any one of our tiers on Patreon and you can get a shout out right here, right now. I slurred my word and it sounded like a shit out. (laughs) 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 I need to get a soundboard on my fucking phone. Anyways, but if you would like to help us out that doesn't require monetary funds if you're listening to us on apple podcast apple apple podcast apple podcast yeah, you said it right yeah. you okay it right. yeah you you could drop a rate review and if you're listening to us on spotify you can also drop a rate review and anywhere else you're listening to us please be sure to do the thing because if you like what we do rate and review i gotta make sure we, okay we need merch what? the fact that we're not wearing merch really upsets me so yeah i know <laughs> Next next credit card cycle, I will actually get us some merch and also again I got we're gonna gonna revamp it's the it's cool. do revamp some uh, admin stuff on the podcast. It's been neglected for a little too long. It's fine. We're both right. doing some stuff. I'm just ha- I'm just happy we're still doing this. Yeah, me too. This is pretty great. Okay, great. Sometimes I'm like I've God. I w- convinced you to try something new. Hmm. Uh, mm. Let's let's get this one going first, and then mm. we'll talk we'll talk about the other one. Okay. Whatever. Fair. As soon as, as soon as one person, excuse me, (laughs) you asshole. I couldn't keep a straight face, man. I couldn't do it. (laughs) I don't even, even, anyways, you know what? Fuck you. We're going to, anyways, sick of you. Tell me a story. So I'm a little upset about my story. Um, Oh. oh. It was, because like, I was like, what's really haunted things? And this was like on the top, like it was a part of the unlucky mummy. So I was like, this has to be really good, right? It's not. Yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, so it's like it has like one story at the end, but it's pretty cool. It's it's cool to learn about. I think you should still stick around and hear what I have to tell you because I still think it's pretty cool. I love the so, history. Yes, it's it's pretty cool. It's pre- it's it's pretty cool. So, what we're gonna talk about today is called the Great Bed of Ware, and it is quote one of the most famous pieces of furniture in history. Dope. I'm so glad you're here. Yes. So. <laughs> trying to collect my oh, thoughts cute. I, I did put a picture in it and we'll, we'll talk about like the different stuffs about it not not in too much detail i wasn't gonna go into like the where this where this like pointed flower came from that's carved into the wood we're not gonna go to that depth but we're gonna talk about it a little bit so, so there's been some dispute on like why the fuck this gigantic fucking bed okay if you can't tell this bed is huge and i'll, I'll tell you how big it is so it's huge, and there's been some dispute about who, what, where, how, why this bed, right? But um, we do, we know some we so, we know some things we know some things. So the bed was built by journeyman carpenter Jonas Fosbrook. That's what we're gonna call him in 1590. Okay, damn, that's an old bed. The bed's fucking old. Hell yeah, it's old. The, Jesus, the, the bed is old. I mean, it's coming close to 500 years old. That's crazy. Damn. Yes. Okay. Well, actually, it's about 450 years old, about-ish. Yeah. I can't do math. Anyways, one of the sources says that it was for royalty, and another says it was for a tourist attraction. So, apparently, uh, why it, what, the royal family is a secondary. Um, there's more evidence to support that it's a tourist attraction. So, apparently, there was a decline in pilgrimaging. For like the for like Christianity, I don't know. Like it was just like come come here and pay your hail marys here and come over here and pay. I don't fucking know. I don't know. So anyway, come sleep on this bed to forgive your sins. Yeah, well, commit mm. more sins. Ooh. So so people. So the bed was made to get travelers to stop in the town because it was like conveniently like right on the dot a day's travel north from 
London if you were on your yeah if you were on your way up further into London if you're going to like Cambridge or something so where so why is it called the bed of where because it was made in where Hertfordshire okay and I'm sure I pronounced that wrong and some British person is absolutely having a seizure right now over it and I'm not sorry (laughs) so 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 this this town where is the name of the town that was featured in blah 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 okay so uh i said all that god awful weather oh yeah into god awful weather that is england i found out i have uh uh, there's a person at my job who grew up in england bless them and the weather yes and they have what is called happy lights for the children yes they legitimately do did you know you can buy those on Amazon and I've considered it? Bro, I'm so close. Yes. I'm, so close. I'm about to, yes, me and the cat are about to have fucking happy lights up in here. Because Virgi- Virginia weather, I would argue, is pretty damn close to England Gross. weather. Yeah. It's yeah. like really bad. Uh, and I'm having vitamin D deficiencies being in an office with no windows as well. So that's oh, yeah, that'll do it. Mm. Yeah. So, um, mm. yeah, they have happy lights for the children. So they actually uh, develop fully, which makes me wonder, happy lights only existed for like, what, the last 10 years? Yeah. So like, Something what like the hell? Yeah. Right. But England has been around a long fucking time. So what the fuck did they do this entire time? Just be stunted? Uh, yeah. I mean, why do you think so many wars were fought? Because they're just mentally stunted. Yeah. Because they're just angry and they don't they're know just... how to work through their emotions. <laughs> I'm just mad. I'm just mad. I want to fight. That's all. <laughs> Who's the closest person? France. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Tale of two cities. So. Um, oh, no. Okay. So the, the inn that it was in was the White Heart Inn. And this bed. That's a cool name. White Heart Inn. But it's not H-E-A-R-T. It's H-A-R-T. Heart. Okay, was that the family name? Heart? I, don't, I don't know, White Heart Inn, maybe. I don't know. So, as I said before, the bed is fucking huge, right? The bed is huge. What? The answer is a heart is an adult male deer. Oh. I learned something you, today. Yeah, the more you know. You learned two uh, things today. Crazy. Look at me go. <laughs> Do you know what those two things are? I know about a uh, deer and then something else. The hamburger helper mixed. Oh cake. yeah, the mm-hmm. yes. I have it still pulled up, so my stupid brain doesn't forget it. <laughs> Whenever I close like a bunch of tabs on my phone, I'm like, oh no, my untapped knowledge. It's bad. That's fair. I have tabs open on my phone. It's art. So this bed is. I th- think this is correct. Uh, the museum might have a little bit better accurate numbers. Um, it's ten by eleven feet, and it's nine feet tall. That's so big. So for reference, when I was like, hey, what are like mattress sizes that you can buy? Alaskan King is the biggest mattress that you can buy. I'm sure you can custom make a bigger bigger mattress. I'm sure. Yes. Right? Yeah. But like commercially made, an Alaskan King is the biggest mattress you can buy. And it is 12 by 7. Holy shit. Was this like a whole family situation? Because oh. I know they had like family sleeping beds. We're going to get there. Okay, we're cool. Gonna, we're going to get there. So, uh... It was mostly famous. It was famous for knowing that it could accommodate up to comfortably, comfortably four couples. Four couples could get in this bed and not touch each other and sleep comfortably. Holy balls. Also, real quick, just Google, see if you can Google Alaska King and see like if you can get like a person's silhouette on the mattress as like a cartoon to see how fucking big this mattress is. 
Because, yeah, I even I would even argue that you can fit three to four couples on an Alaskan king. Oh, my God. An Alaskan king is big enough. There's a, a picture of two parents and five children plus their dog. And they're not touching, are they? They're not, like, all up on each other. Maybe they're, like, shoulders are touching. But, like, yeah. holy balls, dude. That's fucking seven. That's big. Yes, that's huge. It's more than you fucking need. So, honestly, I just bought a whole king-size bed and it's it's more expensive to buy bigger sheets. I would hate to fucking buy pillows, blankets, and all that shit for Alaskan King. Jesus, you would you would have to have them special made. Actually, oh. actually, you know what? Let's just let's just real quick, just Amazon.com Alaskan King mattress. Oh, Alaskan King mattress. You fucking liars! These aren't Alaskan Kings. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking Amazon has king size mattresses for like. Four hundred dollars. What? No. Uh. Uh. Yeah. What? Dead ass. Dead ass. I would never fucking. Okay. Alaskan, let's do Alaskan King sheets. That'll be easier. Can't really find Alaskan sheets on Amazon. Okay. Fair enough. Um, oh no, I take it back. Uh, ninety dollars. Ninety dollars for Alaskan King sheets. Holy balls. Ninety to a hundred dollars just for the sheets. For reference, for reference, my king size sheets that I just bought. Where's Ooh. all my shit? Here we go. No, I have to sign in. I have to pull it up on my phone. God damn LOL. it. LOL. Ripperino. <sighs> I was about to say, I think we paid like 60. It's been a minute since we bought sheets for the bed, though. Because we also have a king size. Oh, yeah. Mine were... Oh, mine were mine were $55. 50? Okay. I was about to say 50, 60, depending on if you get them on sale, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think I got mine with a coupon. Yeah, that's a, I- a lot less than 100 well, I also had to buy more pillowcases, so it turned out to be like, yeah, six. It turned out to be sixty-five dollars. So, anyways, okay. Yeah. So, obviously, a hundred dollars just for the fucking sheets. Ridiculous. Oh That's my. So much. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, for people, so there was a German traveler who came through, and the name was mentioned, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna attempt. Fair. It. It totally was, fair. No. So. uh Came through, slept in the bed, of course, I guess by himself. I don't fucking know. And <laughs> went and from the rooftops, from the mountains, just talked about this bed. And that's where the accommodates four couples without touching came from. So the bed was carved with patterns from the Renaissance art era. Had Renaissance art patterns on it. There we go. That's probably what it means. And at the time, at the time was brightly painted. It's not today, but there's still some paint left on the bed so there's like human figurines that are carved into the bed and there's still some of that paint left there so it's all lead be careful lick it (laughs) (laughs) this is why this is why i'm wearing one sock (laughs) (laughs) too much lead paint as a kid i understand they're they're not chips in the sense of eating them right you just chew on the hot wheels toy that you got from from china anyways The panels of the bed were inspired from this Dutch artist at the time. And it was pretty cool because mm-hmm. it was like, it was like on the, where like the headboard would be, right? But it's all one solid piece that goes up. Yeah. Like, to- that then connects to the ceiling, quote, ceiling. Jesus. Because right. it's a canopy, yeah? Yeah, it's a canopy bed, right. But it, the canopy is wood. So the back, oh. the head, the headboard paneling, the two different like, um, there's a special name for it and I can't remember. Anyways, it's they're they're different pieces that are inlaid in each other and it's like very intricate and it was like, oh yeah. it had, it was designed by like German German um 
artists that were in London at the time. Like we have this shit nailed down to when we can see a piece of art, we know who did it, where did it, what did it. I think that's really fucking cool. Oh yeah, art history is really cool. On fucking point. What a bunch of nerds. H. Huh? Yeah, a bunch of nerds. I love them. I love me some nerds. What do you mean? <laughs> they're like cool nerds, you know? Right. They got their shit together. They, they're they like, mm, yeah, that that is from the 18th century by the Germans that were living in England at the time. <laughs> you oh, didn't well. know that? You peasant bottom you feeder. You weenie. <laughs> Did you know that actually cats in Renaissance paintings, I ended up looking it up, are actually um, little figures of like mistrust? And uh, a sexual in nature, <laughs> a lack of innocence. So, like the cats, I swear to God, Google it. The cats in if you see a cat in a Renaissance painting, you're like, oh, those people are like sexually immoral. It cracks me up. Like each a- animal or like thing just a cat de- means something special. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me make sure I'm telling you the right thing. I mean, I, cats I mean, in Renaissance paintings. Cats are also called pussy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Meanings. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Dom- domesticity, fertility slash lust, treachery and evil. Okay. The treachery and evil, I can see. <laughs> oh, that shit's funny. That's why they always look like little gremlins in Renaissance paintings. Okay. That makes sense now. Because mm-hmm. I was like, why the fuck does this cat look awful? Yeah, that's why. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. So the curtains that you see, the bright uh red and yellow bright red and yellow yes. bless bless you were you gonna sneeze no i'm just trying to breathe one of my nostrils is completely stopped up now oh okay <laughs> <laughs> give you a good sniff for reference thank- yes i was g- just gonna thank you for that i needed you're that. so right. welcome so the red and yellow orange looking curtains are recreations they are not the original those of like 450 450- 400 like 20 years ago rotted and probably fell off but they used a textile that probably would have been used in that time frame and recreated it to as close as they could and put it back on the bed that's pretty cool i think that's pretty neat yeah oh fuck i was supposed to look up this word satyrs 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 um greek mythology one classical one of a class of lustful drunken woodland god in Greek mm-hmm. art, Greek art, they were represented as a man with a horse's ears and tail. But in Roman representations, as a man with a goat's ears, tails, legs, and horns. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, Hercules? Yeah. Yes, but like not because like yeah, the Hercules version's pretty cool. Um, the Greek version is not because they would assault women. They they were lust filled, which means they were horny. Well, and he didn't was all, care. Well, he was also horny because he was like he, there was a couple yeah. of scenes where he was flirting with women. Yeah, yeah, he was like chill about it though. Yeah, okay. But yeah, yeah. It was, well, it was fun Disney. fact. Okay, all right. I hate that. So, <laughs> so lions and satyrs were symbol symbol symbolisms symbols of fertility and fertility. Virility. Thank you. I said. I that got wrong. you, dog. Okay, which. Woo woo, right? It's a bed. <laughs> so let's talk about how beds were made at the time. Cause I thought this yeah, was tell really, me. I think this was really interesting. Okay. How, how, like, cause obviously they didn't have micro coil hybrid mattresses yeah. and, and buttons to press the and adjust the firmness. Just buy a fucking bed. So, <laughs> so the frame of the bed has holes in it. 
And when yeah. I say the when I say the frame, I mean the frame like across like the bottom. If your if your bed's just not on the fucking floor, like you have a frame, right? So a wooden a wooden panel that runs around the edge of the bed, it's probably like I don't know four to five inches tall. There's holes punched into the frame to allow for a hemp rope to be like threaded back and forth across the frame, right? Okay. Yeah. On top on top of that rope would be a woven mat. Okay. That would cover the whole surface of that makes sense where all the bedding would go. Okay. This particular bed was stacked with three three mattresses. Now, when 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 I say a mattress, no, it wasn't stuffed with my, like memory foam. Okay, uh, it got softer as it went up, but the bottom was stuffed with wool fluffing. The mm-hmm. middle was was just stuffed with your normal, not too soft feathers. But then the top was stuffed with down feathers. So it would that's it so would, fun. It would build support, right? Have you ever slept on a feather bed? You just unlocked a core memory. Oh. My my dad somewhere somehow my dad would always get. Sometimes my dad would accept random objects as payments. Okay, fair, I guess. And one of the because like somebody was like, I have a hundred dollars, but I don't have the other fifty. Can I give you this down feather mattress topper? Nice. And my dad was like, Fuck yeah! He hated it, gave it to me, and I was like, This is amazing. So yes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. My uh. Yeah. My grandmother, who grew up during the Depression, um, had her very own, handmade by her own hands, feather mattress. And she had two different feather mattresses and a full fucking sheepskin. So sometimes when I was a kid, if I was particularly adventurous and my mom was like airing out the, the feather beds, because we would, we would stack the feather bed, like the, the, like the foundation, then the feather bed, and then the mattress on top of the feather bed. So it would make a shitty mattress feel a lot nicer. Um, and like, fun fact, after years and years of use, you actually have to shrink the, the feather bed. Because like, and you also have to like shake them out because all the feathers will get stuck in one spot. So it'll make a hard, it's called a crown when like all the feathers kind of squick together. Okay. But... Feather beds are really uncomfortable if you don't sleep on something on top, which is what that lambskin was for, because you would put that over it so you weren't sleeping on the actual bed. Because, fun fact, all of the pin feathers will come through and stab you. That Yeah, because I was like, why? And then, <laughs> pokey pokey. Yeah, it fucking sucked. Yep. So, hey, the more you know. The more you know. Okay, that's pretty yeah. fucking cool that she made it herself. Yeah, it's still at my mom's house. The next time we're all in Cookville, I'll go show you. I want pictures. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, where'd the string of your hoodie go? I don't know. You asked me that last time. I don't know. It got tangled <sighs> in my dryer at some point, and now I, I have no idea where it is. <laughs> it's somewhere. I just don't know where. Okay. All right. It irks my soul. All right. It's fine. It's fine. You're right. It's just, that's just being me. All right. Okay. We're going to get there in a second. So on top of, so you have the rope, you have the the pad, you had the three mattresses. On top of that, you had ble- bleached white linen sheets that were just placed on top of the mattress, which back then they didn't have fitted sheets, like they didn't have elastic bands. So like they would just lay lay the sheet on top. And fun fact, some travelers would travel with their own linen sheets because of like bed bug problems. Yeah, that's pretty smart. So that was actually a pretty common practice that if you didn't want to be bit up the whole entire fucking night. On top of that was a wool wool blanket and then it would have a silk cover which that was considered an absolute luxury to have that silk blanket in there and then a cover coverlet nice 
which is a type of blanket. I didn't know that. So then fancy to keep. So all of this was not inlaid in the bed frame, kind of like how today's mattresses are. You have like the wood slats that go across the bottom and then your mattress kind of like snits snug into the wood frame that goes around the whole entire. This was sticking out above. So they punched holes into the bed frames and they would put two oak stakes to keep the mattress from not sliding off. Oh, that makes right. sense. Right. So then you could also pull, and as you mentioned, like the crowning in the in the, you could take those posts out and then beat the mattresses flat again. Yes. Cool. Yeah, which is something you have to do every couple of years. Fun fact. Gross. So, okay. Yeah, it's awful. <sighs> okay, but the bed being so large drew attention in a way that people in the 21st century would not think about, right? Because we in the 21st century we think. Oh, Larger bed usually means luxury. Like, yeah, you just have a lot of money. It's simply just because you can, right? Like a king yeah. size, like you can afford to have the extra space between you and your partner, whatever, right? Like, two people in a bedroom don't need an Alaskan king, but they can absolutely just afford one, so they have one. At the time of this bed being made, if you had a large bed, that was associated with the fact that you could just have more companions. Oh. And just have oh. more room for mischief. So if you had a larger bed, it's like, what do you need a large bed for? What are you What are you doing? We call a group of six a sextuplet for a reason. You're disgusting. <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> I mean, you inferred it. I just followed the logic. It's times like these. I you don't want to do. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> you did this. This was your choice. I know. I literally, I was the one. I was the one who texted you, said, bitch, why aren't we doing a podcast? <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Fuck me. So there was a bet, <gasps> actually. There was a bet that 26 butchers and their wives didn't fuck. They didn't fuck. I'm just going to, they, they didn't have sex. Ooh. Sorry. I know. I Ooh. just realized, I realized now that was a bad segue. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh. I was real concerned. That would have been, woo, what a party. Um. No, it, though, they just slept. Maybe they didn't. I don't fucking know. I'm not their mothers. I wasn't there. 26 butchers and their wives could all lay in the bed and sleep, and they could. That was 52 people in the bed. That's but ridiculous. Of but of course, at the time, they're not 6'2". These people probably have to be five foot. Holy shit. Yep. So I, they probably Regardless. also weren't. Right. They also probably weren't comfortable. No. Right. So... Actually, what is the average height? Av- For average the 1500s in England. Ah, fuck. Uh, y'all motherfuckers were short. How short? God damn it. Okay. From the 1400s to the to 16, the mean height. Oh, that's in centimeters. Hey, Google, how many inches is 137? Fuck, I said that backwards. LOL. Well. 137 centimeters? 173. My dyslexia oh, strikes again. 173 centimeters to in to feet. To feet. Tell me what it is in feet. Five uh five and a half. Five and a half feet. Five and a half feet tall was the average height of a man during that time. Oh my god, those people are smaller than me. You asshole. Yeah. I'm five five. Yeah, I know. Little people. Well actually no, five six would be half of the You know what? I'm sick of you. Tiny, Don't. tiny folks. F- fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Anyways, okay, so they, they slept in the bed. All right, moving along. Okay. You fit 52 of you in that bed. 
That's crazy. No one can see this, but I am flipping Zoe off. <laughs> <sighs> so it's a bed. Uh-huh. It's a massive. It's a massive bed. A wooden yeah. bed. Bacon. Serve. serve a, a big. A, huge. <laughs> as my as my father would say, huge. No H. Yeah. Just huge. Yeah. Uh, serve to the serve to the serve to the public and people. People are people, right? Unfortunately, it doesn't matter what fucking century you're in. People are still gonna mark their shit into wood. <gasps> no. Oh yeah. So there are initials carved all over this, all over this bitch, all over, and that's not an exaggeration. Like, like that's really sad. Yeah, all over, and even and even, um, they would take red wax and then drip it onto like flat surfaces along the bed and then they would take their insignia family crest ring or whatever the fuck and then dip it into the red wax and that is still Ew. on the still on the bed to this day that's stupid it people is. suck people suck so uh depending on who you ask was it is that a part of the history was that um a desecration to the bed depends on who desecration. you ask desecration i think say. it's part i say it's part of the history it was. Man. It wasn't. It was served to the public. So I mean, public serving to the history. The public mark made their mark. I know. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> historic Fair. graffiti is still graffiti. So there. But it's but it's historic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so by the 19th century, it was moved to another inn called the yes, Sacren's Head. No, Sacren's Head. S- S- no, that's not it. Ah. Oh. I meant to copy that, not delete it. <laughs> oh, I was like, where did my notes go? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> you bitch, get out of my notes. How the fuck you say this word? Pronunciation. <laughs> Saracen. Saracen. Saracen's head. What the fuck does that mean? Uh... The oldest known source mentioning Saracens in relation... Nope, that's in relation to Islam was a term used in the early centuries both in Greek and Latin writings to refer to people who lived in and near what is designated by the Romans as Arabia Pentaria and Arabia Desertia. The term me the term's meaning evolved during its history of usage. During the middle early Middle Ages, the term came to be associated with the tribes of Arabia. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. So that just means um is it is it racist? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It kind of is kind of racist, I think. Okay. Because it's, okay. it's saying like, oh yeah, like we cut off some dude's head. Ooh. That's what that's, that's what I take that to mean. I don't I, know if that's actually what that means. I, that's kind of what I was thinking. I just wasn't going to say okay. it out loud. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So bad name. All right. So uh, another human by the name of William Henry Teal. He owned the Rye House, and he got his hands on the bed. He put it in a pleasure garden. <laughs> yeah, he did. Which, 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 uh, I, I googled what a pleasure garden is because I was like, are we, are we having sex in gardens now? What the fuck is this? But a pleasure garden is a park or a garden that is open to the public for recreation and, and entertainment, which could be anything like concert halls, bandstands, amusement rides, zoos, and menageries. Hmm. But... Pleasure gardens were a fad. They were a fad. So when they went out of style, the bed was sold in 1931, costing 4,000 pounds in 1930. That's, all, that's really heavy. I cannot. <laughs> that 
so you're not <laughs> you're not fucking funny i want at you least one motherfucker laughed at least one <laughs> I would like a tally. If you laughed at that joke, please send us a comment so I can just ruin Katie's whole week. Thank you. <laughs> if you didn't laugh and thought it was also equally dumb, I need you to also send in a comment. Be like, I didn't laugh. Not Maybe we funny. should just like put a tally situation on uh, Patreon. For did you think the joke was funny? Yes or no? <laughs> I could do that. I could do that on um Spotify. Uh, oh that's a good idea too i forgot hey there we go we should just have a poll of the week on our website yeah that's a great idea actually blake we need a poll on our website uh, hey blake i need to i need the validation of knowing i'm funny can you <laughs> please <laughs> did you know that yourself it's, laugh it, it's it was it's theorized or questioned that if you make puns all the time you actually have something mentally wrong with you that would fit. Okay. Yeah, that would fit. I unironically made a uh, joke about jumping off of a bridge at work the other day to two people, and Bruh. neither one of them batted an eye, and I went, oh, we're all mentally ill. Cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was bad. I was like, are there any bridges around here? And um, both of them were like, yeah, it's it's over a, it's over a highway, though. And I went, oh, no, I don't want to like terrorize somebody else. Is there one with uh, like, water? And they went, bro. no. I was like, fuck. Bro. It was, bad. it was bad. Bro. Neither one of them batted an eye. I was like, we need therapy, guys. Bro. It's, it's not good. Bro. Those are also the people that laugh at my puns. Hmm. Ugh. Okay. A sense of theme. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, let's talk about this bed. 4,000 European dollars. <laughs> European currency. English English currency. Ooh. Excuse me. English currency, you asshole. Yeah. And in the where the Victoria and Albert Museum in London were the buyers. Dope. Great. So fun fact, the VNA Museum the VNA Museum also had the chance to purchase the bed in eighteen sixty five, but they turned it down. And they said it was because it was coarse and mutilated relic and no wise appropriate as a new acquisition due to the carvings in the wax. So what why did they change their mind? A whole ass, like hundred years later. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, it was eighty, like eighty years later. Probably somebody knew. Was like, this bed is still alive. We gotta get it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I guess you know, a hundred years makes a difference. Right. So the bed actually became pretty popular in history. It was referenced in a, in just a few, in just a few. Actually, it was eight, eight pieces of literature. Uh, three most popular was Shakespeare. Mentioned it in Twelfth Night in 1601, quoting that a sheet of paper was, quote, big enough for the bed of Ware. It was, it was also mentioned in Ben Jason's, ah, oh, fuck, I meant to look up that word. I got it. I got it. No, let me do this one. Let me do it. Let me do it. Epic. I'm so glad that's in the top results of how the fuck do you say this word? Epicone? Epicene. I was, I fuck. knew it. Knew it. I was like, I don't want to sound stupid though. Okay, Epicene. Uh, he quoted the great bed at Ware, and then also Charles Dickens in the Holly Tree also quoted the bed, but I don't know what the quote was. Who's Charles Dickens? Who's an author? <laughs> what? You, if you didn't have a hoodie string on, I'd be strangling you. You can't Google it. You're fucking cheating. No, you asked me who Charles Dickens was, and I said he was an author, and then you're like, no, that's not good enough. I don't know the rest. I mean, his occupation is literally writer. 
<laughs> I was you. You're such a dick. You're such a dick. Do you know what like famous book that he wrote? I couldn't remember it off the top of my head, but I just read it. It's Tale of Two Cities. And no, Christmas Great- Carol. Oh, I was gonna say Tale of Two Cities and Great Expectation. Did he read? Did he write a Tale of Two Cities? Yes. Oh yeah, and also Oliver Twist. No, hold on. Yeah, he wrote Oliver Twist. Yeah, but like, he did write a Tale of Two. I never read that book. I did. The yeah. first sentence in that book is a paragraph long. <laughs> oh no, that's pretty silly. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had to memorize that fucking. I had to memorize that paragraph. And disgusting. Yeah, that was the fucking stupidest thing because it was like I was like ninth grade. We were reading it, and it was like the it was like the paragraph written out, but some words were taken out, taken out, and you had to put them back in. And I was like, "Ew, where is the value in this?" Oh, that's dumb. You could just context clues that bitch. And yeah, that was man. <sighs> no, it was silly. supposed. I had to, it was good. I had to memorize um, the Raven from Edgar Allan Poe. Caca. Yeah, that was fucking hard. It was a lot. Yeah, that's Close not a short. Never that's, yeah, that's not a short story. Huh, no, can't remember it now, but, you know. One of, one of my bosses came um, down and it was like at my doorway because my doorway is across from a person that he was looking for. And he was like, I need you to signal when this person comes back into this office. He's like, I don't care if you got to ring a tiny bell. I am me. Could call like a bird. Like, to let me know when this guy is back in his office. And I was like, okay. And as soon as I saw, like, he walked off, and then, like, five seconds later, the other guy walked through, and I went, Ka-ka! like, really fucking loud. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did he come running? Because that's the no. only appropriate response. Nope, no one heard me. The walls are pretty thick there. That's so sad. Yeah. Damn. Or or someone made mention of it. I couldn't hear, but either way. They, it was fine. They, so. they they talked. It was fine. It was fine. Anyways. Somebody else was probably like, man, that girl just fucking like scream caught. Is she good? Yeah. What's going on? I'm sure, I'm sure they all think I'm a fucking weirdo there. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Me too. So you ready for the haunting of this bed? <gasps> yeah. Finally, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so rumor has it that the creator has come back from the dead to haunt this bitch. In spirit. Oh. To haunt it. Did he just like watching people sleep on his bed? That's kind of no. weird. No, he actually doesn't. Well, can I just, can I tell the story? Yeah. Can, can you pop the brakes? Okay. I'll do my best. Okay there, bard. Okay, no pun, promises. Pun, pun queen. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> so, no, it's so, really funny. It's fine. Oh, oh okay. Um, okay. Yeah, we're good. All right. So, as I mentioned before, there was the two theories that it was made for royalty or that it was made for, for, um. Tourism. Tourism, thank you. Yes. The hauntings it leans more towards it was made for ro- lo- 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 the royalty, and here's why. The builder doesn't like all of the commoners and, and the peasants and the poor folk sleeping on his bed because they are not worthy. So he usually, so people of, of common get scratched, pinched, poked, and even beaten until they are so uncomfortable they have to get out of bed. Wow, what a classist asshole. Yes. So there is a story by Harrison Saxby's, and apparently he was the master of the master of the horse to the King Henry VIII. Ew. Uh, he wasn't of royalty because, I guess he wasn't of royalty because he... Oh, yeah, no, he was a servant. He got his shit rocked, yeah. So he crashed in the bed 
This was such a weird fucking story. Because uh, I guess it was known that this bed was haunted at oh. the time. Okay. So he was trying to swoon uh, a woman that was local to the area. and oh, no. And all the suitors were, like, fighting over her or whatnot. And so the competition was made of whoever can sleep in the great bed of where <laughs> for one night would get her hand in marriage. Oh, that's funny. She's sneaky. She didn't want to get married. She's like, I don't these boys. I don't think it was her that made the rule, but like, oh, okay, because <laughs> you can't. You're right. She she was a woman. She wasn't allowed to make any rules for herself. Come on now. So he, of course, was gonna fucking do it. He was gonna yeah. get her hand in marriage. The next morning, he was found covered in bruises, Jesus, ex- exhausted, and sleeping on the fucking floor. Well, that doesn't count. He didn't stay in the bed. Yeah, but he's still in. He won. Because he stayed in the room. That's stupid. That is the haunted story of the Great Bed of Ware. Fair enough, I guess. (laughs) That was the only story. I was like, why is this a haunted bed? So it's it's out there. I got to cover it. I got to do its due diligence. But we all learned a little bit of history today. And that's all that matters. Because knowledge is power. That's true. That's true. Knowledge is uh, very powerful. I was going to tell you this earlier. And I forgot, so now I'm going to end the show on it. I was so hoping to God that you were going to forget whatever the fuck you were going to tell me. God damn it. No, 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 Can I just read you this headline? Sure. Okay, so we were, we were ta- Katie and I earlier were talking about Florida Man, and this is the greatest <laughs> fucking headline ever. Okay. Prepare yourself. I'm glad you're sitting. Florida Man arrested for allegedly tossing alligator into Wendy's drive through window. The tagline is man faces multiple charges, including assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs> I was gonna say assault with a deadly weapon. I'm just oh, Jesus. I'm just impressed oh. he got a whole ass alligator and and <laughs> those fuckers are long. They're not short, that no. they're like seven feet long, and he just yeah. eats it into the window. Yeah. I don't know how. And there's a picture of the poor alligator just chilling in the kitchen. <laughs> Aw. Listen, I know they're mean fuckers, but they don't they didn't deserve that. So he literally picked this alligator up from the side of the road, put it in his truck, drove to the Wendy's, was angry at the Wendy's people. He ordered a large drink, and when he pulled up to the window, he just fucking yeeted this alligator into the restaurant. He didn't even get his drink. He was just mad. Sir, get a hobby. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, I don't know if you know this, but too much sun will make you crazy. Oh, is that why everybody in Florida's wackadoodle? Yes. Oh. Yes. You can fucking Google it. If you have too much sun exposure, it will actually make you fucking crazy. Huh. They they did well, a test on it. on wild. Yeah, they did a test on mice and they went batshit crazy. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. That? The, yeah, the that's ha- even the- weirder than the alligator drive through man. That's weirder than the Hamburger Helper April Fool's mixtape that's actually fucking fire. Yeah, no, I'm going to listen to that whole thing and Gary's going to not know what to do. I feel for him. He's going to struggle. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Okay. I think it'll be fun. Great. I need to edit this and put this up. Woo. Do you see this purple flashing? Do you see this purple flashing light? Yes. That's my phone screen. Ew. Ew, Next week, week we're going to talk about um, how phones communicate. 
That's what's going to okay. be the next. Unless something wi- weird and wild happens, we're going to talk about that because I feel like everyone should know. I learned this. Um, and we should learn how um, it's not it's not your social security that's going to get you caught if it's if you have a cell phone. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about this because I, <laughs> I think it's important that everybody knows. Um, electronic device communications. Okay. All right. We're done. Let's get cool. out of here. Let's be done. Perfect. All right, lovely. Thanks for coming to the TED Talk. Of haunted items. Hell yeah. Love it. Okay, so if you want to check us out, please be sure to hit up our website at www.hauntherabarelynoer.com. We have a contact page where you can drop a request, and we did get one today. Yay. And I will see if we can cover if there's enough um, information to cover on it. So it is working. Uh, t- the the team, a.k.a. Blake, is working... <laughs> <laughs> we just Our need to get I, him a shirt that says Team Blake. We're going to get him a haunt her shirt that just says IT support. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. We can make jerseys and his could be like the IT guy. Yeah, like Spooky Bitch 1, Spooky Bitch 2, IT support. That's cute. That's cute. I love that. That's what really cute. Yeah, I love that. Okay, gay. All right, so... <laughs> Um, it's, I'm gay, so I can say that. So uh, it's working, and we are setting up... The team is setting up um, automated checks to make sure that our uh, that our contact page is working so this stops happening and we can actually get listeners requests and we can include you guys into what we do in this podcast so check us out on our webpage and then if you want to hit us up on social media instagram and twitter at h-h-i-b-k-h podcast word i'm on instagram yeah. she's on twitter woo great i would Hell yeah. like to i would like to go to bed okay same actually okay I'd like to go take another allergy pill so maybe I can breathe. <laughs> breathe? Yeah. Pollen's the fucking worst. Only only, only the elite get to breathe correctly. Us peasants have to suffer. Shit. And we also can't sleep in the giant bed. Yep. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to edit this. And I'm going to listen to ham- Hamburger Helper while I do it. So... Hell yeah. We'll love it here. Dope. All right. Okay, I'm gonna. Cool. We're done. I'm gonna. Okay. We're gonna awkwardly, awkwardly sign off. All right. So until next time, haunt her. I barely know her. Or the 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 warehouse is what they should have called it because it's big enough to be a fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs>